0: You are listening to a special edition of the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast. Our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed, is preaching a series of messages entitled Feast Days of the Nation of Israel. It is our prayer that these live recordings will be a blessing and an encouragement to you, our radio listeners.
1: That born-again Roman Catholic that just got saved in a Roman Catholic church because he's been witnessed to by a Baptist, is that, is that Roman Catholic going to stay behind? Is, is that Roman Catholic going to be left behind? Is that Roman Catholic got born again, hadn't even been baptized yet? I remember I was knocking on the door with another brother, came back the next week, knocked on the door, no response. Third time, knocked on the door, and she said, she said, don't, don't come back, don't, don't bother me. That's when that verse really hit home, when it says, they that sow in tears, he that go forth and weepeth, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing the sheaves with him. That's when that verse really hit home to me. It's not good enough simply to pass out tracts. I'm all for that. It's not good enough just to knock on doors. There has to be more than that. There has to be a deep abiding burden for the lost. But when's the last time you shed tears for the lost? And I cried out and I said, no, Lord. I don't know who this lady is. I, I don't know why she won't even talk to us. And I prayed I had a heavy burden for her. And I said, should we come back the next time? And, and, I, and I felt the Lord wanted me to, uh, us to come back the next time. And I came back the next time, and Ophelia uh, cracked the door open, and she actually uh, looked like she had desperation on her face. And she said, uh, sirs, uh, I, would, I would appreciate if you would pray for my husband. My husband is a Methodist. I'm a Roman Catholic. And my husband is, is dying in a hospital. And I, I wish you would pray for him. You got a Catholic, you got a Methodist, you got a bunch of Baptist soul winners. I said, we surely will. We'll pray. I think the next time we came back, she said, would you be able to visit my husband? He has a matter of days, just a matter of days, he's going to die. I said, well, we'd be honored. We went and visited him. Make a long story short, that Methodist had never been born again. And he got born again. And when he got born again, we came back and told Ophelia about that. She actually led us into her house because we went to visit her husband. And nobody ever visited her husband while he was in the hospital. Eventually, Ophelia, the Roman Catholic, staunch Roman Catholic, I mean staunch, she got saved. But she said she couldn't come to church right now. she just couldn't get herself to come to church, and she definitely wasn't ready to be baptized. But Ophelia had already been baptized by the Holy Ghost, and that Roman Catholic who got saved, <laughs> amen, was just as much saved as this Jew that got saved. And we're born in the same body, glory to God. And you're not going to tell me in a million years that that wonderful lady that eventually did get she joined the church, got baptized two years later. It took two years of having a Bible study, two years to break that wall, the walls there. She became our most faithful member. Then she witnessed to her whole family. She could big family. You're not going to tell me in a million years that that sweet, godly woman that now is a Baptist, <laughs> if the rapture had happened at that time before she even went to church, you're not going to tell me she would be left behind. You don't have Bible for that. You have a lot of heresy, but you do have Bible. You say, Brother Free, you're pretty passionate about it. Well, I am. I am, because it's just far too much division in the body of Christ over a misunderstanding of these scriptures. Just, just turn to Ephesians chapter 4, just so that keeps you awake. Amen? I don't want to do all the work for you. Okay, come on. All right, turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, thank you. All right, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says there is one body, not two bodies, not three bodies, not four bodies. One body, but this church ain't perfect, and there's not a church on this planet that's perfect. Well, one day, the church, the body, amen, the bride, amen, the wife will be perfect. So it says here, There is one body and one spirit. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit, capital S there, obvious, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord one faith, and one baptism. Come on now. In a local church, there's many baptisms. But when a person gets born again, they participate in a supernatural way that we don't see. They get baptized into the body of Christ. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's only one of those. And we all participate in that one baptism. Does that make sense? I mean, does that make Bible sense?
0: You are listening to a series of messages preached by Dr. Freed entitled Feast Days of Israel. If you would like to have a copy of this series in its entirety, you may call us at 844-644-4426. And now, here is the remainder of today's broadcast.
1: One God... And Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. That sounds a little southern right there. Come on now. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it? But he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles. Now, this is a good one. We don't have apostles today, but they had apostles. Did every church, local church, have an apostle? No. Come on now. That's right there. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So, and and then uh, the Bible says there, he gave some apostles and some prophets. We don't have prophets today. Did every local church have a prophet? No evidence that they did, but there were prophets huh? and some evangelists. Not every local church has evangelists. I think it would be nice if every local church had a evangelist. It wouldn't hurt. wouldn't hurt at all. But that's not the case. And some pastors and teachers. Now, pastors and teachers are joined together there. It's really one and the same person. And I will tell you, not every local church back in these days had pastors and teachers. And that's why when Paul went from city to city and Timothy and Titus went from city to city, the Bible says they ordained elders. See that? They ordained elders in every church because these churches weren't fully established yet. They're simply meeting and they don't have leadership yet. But apparently God was raising them up. Now here's the reason. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the what? Body of Christ. I hate to use a basketball term, but I I just know how else to say it except this is slam dunk right here. Am I the pastor of this church? No. This is the pastor of the church. I don't even want to be the pastor of this church because it's not my calling. But Brother Nichols is the pastor of this church, and I couldn't see a better person to be the pastor of this church. Amen? You can't even get him upset. So I'm coming here, right? And I am, I'm gifted to be an evangelist for the perfecting of the saints, but not just in this church, but anywhere I preach. Because the body of Christ is not just in one location. And so, am I getting anywhere with anybody? Here it is, verse 13. Do we all come in the unity of the faith? and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind we of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Again, here's the emphasis, which is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. For the husband is the head of the wife, you men ought to be shouting for that. Even as Christ is the head of the churches. Is that what it says? It didn't say that did it. He's the Christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives, you see, church singular, wives plural. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives. This is plural. Even as Christ also loved the church. Definite article. And gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it, the church, with the washing water by the word, that he might present it, the church, to himself a glorious church, When's he going to do that? Well, at the judgment seat. After the judgment seat, actually, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Sometimes I feel like coming up to guys and say, you know what? You hate yourself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body. One body. The members of this local church and the members of every Bible-leaving local church, we are members together in one spiritual body. And then the Bible says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife. Hey, you're married, right? You got married and you didn't even tell me. I'm so glad you got married. <laughs> Praise God. Are you happy? I noticed that he has a little shine on his face Woo! <laughs> All right. For this course, shall man leave his father and mother and be joined unto his wife, and they two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery. <laughs> you know what a mystery is? A mystery is something you don't see. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. The mystery of the church. That's what Pentecost is all about. It was a mystery. And then as Christ died on an old rugged cross, and as Jew and Gentile to be part of that body of Christ was
0: unfolded. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. powder springs georgia 30127 once again that's p.o box 1700 powder springs georgia 30127